We should put that before the intro clip as like a little like Easter egg. You hear that? Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm glad we took a 10 minute break. <laughs> there it is again with the Eli the Barrel Boy. Anyway, sorry. Okay, guitar is the way now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our very special 50th anniversary podcast uh, of the Style Guide with your hosts, Dave Morris and Stephen Orr. Happy anniversary, Steve-O. Happy, happy anniversary, Dave. It's, it's just like Canada selling, celebrating its 150th birthday. Exactly. It's exactly like that. We, this podcast is, is pretty much a country that we are sovereign. And we've sovereign. invested billions of dollars into celebrating this 50th birthday, just like Canada. Exactly, Mundo. Uh, we have invested so much. And you know, 50, 50 is a good anniversary. It's a good one. That's the gold anniversary, right? Is it gold? Like, I don't know, because I've been married for zero years. Yeah, when you're married, it's, it's 50th is gold. You're supposed to buy each other something gold. So I got you something. Oh. Um, my golden voice. That's okay. Well, at least I'm excited to do this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're good. And, uh, and 50 means that this should be almost like a year of us doing this podcast if we did it weekly, right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you and I have taken time off, like we took three months off there, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So it's it's almost, it's pretty much been a year. <laughs> it's pretty much been a year. Plus, we had that Ender's Game episode that was two episodes. So yeah. really, we're at 51. Well, 50.5. 50. 50. 50.5. Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty close yeah. <laughs> to, to 52 episodes. <laughs> we did it. One full year. So what, is, what does that mean we're doing today, Dave? So I don't... today we're doing uh, something kind of weird, little meta. We are going to talk about the Style Guide podcast, as uh, approaching it as if it is a style or genre of, of theater or film or something, um, and talk about ourselves, which is going to be kind of weird, I think. Yeah, that, it wasn't until you said it out loud, and I think that's the first time we've said it out loud, <laughs> that I realized how ridiculous it sounds. Yeah, it's going to be kind of weird. So if you're not a fan of our podcast, just skip this episode. <laughs> But if you are if you are like a listener who enjoys listening to to even the more obscure episodes, then you might really enjoy this podcast. I I think yeah, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm going to enjoy doing it. So yeah, and that's really that's why we do this podcast. That's true. That's true. So uh, where do you want to get started? Because I mean, for us, fifty episodes is actually quite a bit. It's something like. Uh, I think we're approaching 53 hours uh, of podcast recording. Oh, I so. think it's definitely more than that. Uh, I think I think it's going to be like 60 hours. I don't know. We should, we could look that up, but let's let's not let's not. It'll be disappointing. <laughs> 32 hours. Oh no. Um, uh, it's been a lot of hours of us just talking to each other. Yeah, which is kind of nice. It's kind of sweet. <laughs> it, it is sweet is the word I'd use <laughs> for it, but. But where do you want to where do you want to start in approaching? Well, I think we should just like get get out of the way of the uh, the structure this podcast tends to follow, right? Like that's that's uh, that's something that we can look back on all of the episodes, right back to the very first one, even, okay. and see that they all follow a very similar sort of general structure, okay? Right, which is uh, I think uh, one of my favorite things is the the little clip before the the intro clip. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, we have so so I guess the the way I always see the structure is there's a a clip from the episode. Then there's an intro clip from something else that is inserted. 
And then there is the third intro where one of us says, welcome to the Style Guide podcast. And we try to alternate between episodes, but we've always screwed it up, so we're never really sure if you did the last one or if I did the last one, so it doesn't always alternate. Uh, and then we get into the podcast. And then the body of the podcast is uh, it has its own kind of structure to it. But I love that sort of like the three intro intro. Yeah, I have no idea how we found our way into that one. Um, and... And if you would ask me before we started podcasting, you know, like, how would you set up doing a podcast? I would never have told you, oh, yeah, do three intros. Like, that's that's a smooth way to start something. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure when we talked about doing this podcast, we were like, well, we don't need an intro. Let's just go right into it. But then, of course, we naturally fell into doing an intro. And then we wanted to put a clip before the sh- the episode to, like, kind of lead into it. And then we kept finding funny things we said and was like, we should put that before the intro clip as like a little like Easter egg. And it's almost like a little foreshadowing. You know, you hear one of us say something that's out of out of time and out of context. And then you hear the intro clip and then we start the episode. And you almost forget you heard it until later in the episode we say it again. You're like, oh, that's the thing from the intro clip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's a pretty funny little structure. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I, so I listen to too many podcasts these days, I think. Yeah. And. For for me, like I'm not sure how much our intro is useful to people who who don't listen to the show, except for the fact that every time we introduce, I'm I'm Steve and you're Dave. Yeah, <laughs> and and so you have you have that so that you know who you're listening to. But with so many podcasts, they they do an extended kind of this is what the podcast is. This is who I am. This is this is what we talk about, and it gets repetitive if you if you're the kind of person who listens to three or four episodes of the same podcast in a row yeah totally and maybe in fact our our podcast should have one of those <laughs> because as far as i know most people who listen to this podcast cherry pick episodes uh where they find one that they think they actually care about the subject and then they listen to that one i don't know if, i don't know how many people we have that listen to like uh, every episode that comes out well, to be fair, I mean, we, we sometimes do some really inane episodes. Yeah, I think even the people that listen hardcore uh, skip episodes. Yeah. It's like they're going to do an hour, another two hours talking about Ender's Game. I can skip this one. <laughs> yeah. Good times, though. Yeah, times. so we do our little intro. We do our intro that is not quite useful to people that don't listen to the podcast and totally repetitive for people who do. But it's short. It's short. And it's and it's fun. It's fun. And then we get into the podcast where I think what we tend to do is set up the guidelines for that podcast. Right? Like where are we going to start? What are we going to do? Like what's what is this what's the structure we're going to look at this through, right? Um and sometimes that has like specific to the topic sort of structure. Yeah. So like sometimes it's like let's decide what is a what what makes a romantic comedy a romantic comedy and we talk about the the genre elements before we talk about romantic comedies. Other times we might like, how are we going to talk about this? Are we going to look at it through time? Are we going to look at it through history? Are we going to look at the different Whoopi Goldbergs there are? And we kind of set up our own little structure to look at that particular topic. Right? Is that, that, does that sound fair? Yeah. I, I, it does very much depend on, on what we're talking about uh, as to how we're going to approach it. And, and in some ways I can't imagine us doing it any differently. Like we're not going to say look at um, the Decembrists and the the Decembrists as a style in the same way that we would approach a Julia Roberts 
Roberts film, set of Julia Roberts films, right? Yeah, or and and those two not anywhere near how we would look at action movies because there's so many, but they're just so such different things. And I think when you're when you're doing a podcast that is on something uh, as diverse a topic as anything that contains a story or you know <laughs> looks at genre, <laughs> yeah, you 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 end up having different approaches depending on. Sometimes even just your mood. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so that then we set up our sort of structure, and then we kind of go through the structure, uh, which tends to ends which tends to include like our preferences, things that we like, things that we don't like. You know, you and I as differing people, you get usually you get pretty academic. Yeah. I, t- I, t- I tend to talk about my youth, and then we end with uh, with our final thoughts, where each of us gives sort of like a final summation of what we thought about the podcast, what we learned, what we've decided, what we've come to. And then it ends with uh, with one of us, uh, tr- both both of us really, trying to say something that's funny that could end the podcast. <laughs> and we get in this little like one-upmanship battle until someone says the right thing that ends the podcast. And then we end on that line. <laughs> That that is a perfect description of what ends up happening. Cause we we as much as our our we found our way into an intro, we have definitely not found a way to end the podcast effectively or smoothly. No, never. No, it's always different. Uh, and I think uh, yeah, I don't even think I could tell you who has the final line in the majority. I think it goes back and forth so so often. Yeah, yeah, that's. Almost definitely true. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think I, I think people would probably venture a guess that I would be the one who had the majority of them because I tend to say ridiculous things, but I don't think that's true. I don't think it's a true statement. We'd have to go back and actually listen to the last thirty seconds of every podcast, which I'm not about to do. Yeah, no, that's that's twenty five minutes of our life that we, we just have to throw away. <laughs> Never get back. Uh, <laughs> cool. So that's sort of like that's. I just wanted to get that kind of out of the way because that's sort of like the general kind of structure of things. Uh, and that that is one to start with, so that now we could finally do. How do you want to look at this uh, this podcast? How do we want to look back at what we've done? What kind of structure do you want to set up for it? Do you want to go episode by episode? <laughs> no, no, we're not we're not going to do a a sensate or a firefly style approach to this one, Dave. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because um, <laughs> I think uh, I think so. So where I think it'd be interesting to look at it is through like is through Steve O and through Dave, like. Like, how, like, what do each of us bring to this podcast to start with before we talk yeah. about uh, individual elements of the podcast? Does that sound like a, a good place to start? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I think there's going to be little hints of of golden egg is the wrong term, that Easter egg. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Easter eggs for our for our listeners who uh, who may not know little things about the uh, the podcast and and how we got to here. And so. Um, some of those will be sprinkled throughout, but yeah, starting with us is a good way to go. Yeah. So like, like preparation. Yeah. This is you, this part of the podcast might drive me insane. Why? (laughs) Because I am some episodes. I'm not sure the, the way that you have prepped is at all comparable to the way that I have prepped. Yeah. So, some so you prep, I assume this is me assuming that for every episode we do, you prep the same amount, like you prep the hell out of it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, every now and then there will be an episode where I prep more than that. 
but yeah, I have this baseline that I that I put into it. Yeah. So like for like this episode, you probably prepped as much as you prepped for our Halloween episode. Although well, maybe the Halloween one, Halloween one was like a, a special one because we both had to watch a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, and and this is this is an interesting one because when I think about the style guide, I have recorded every episode, listened to every episode probably twice at least. Yeah. So there, for me, it's not as if it's something where I need to go and actively, thoroughly prepare in the same way as I would for our Margaret Atwood episode where I had to kind of sit down and read a bit more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause, uh, this, it's very, it's very different doing, uh, uh an analysis of yourself. Um, definitely. Uh, I mean what I was doing, see, I prepared, I think a lot for this. episode. <laughs> I, I have a list in front of me of things that we do and things that I think are like little elements of this podcast that I've just been writing for like the last two weeks. Because yeah. I knew we were going to do this podcast, so I'd think of I'd be listening to an episode, or I'd be thinking about the podcast, and I'd remember like, oh yeah, Steve-O does do that, or I'd be watching a movie, and I'd be like, Steve-O would hate this. I was like, oh, he would hate this, and I'd write it down, <laughs> and like <laughs> writing down little things that make you and me, you and me. But you definitely prepare a lot, and I prepare more than you think I do. <laughs> I don't just show up cold, like you know, if it's a film style, I definitely watch all the films that I tell you I watched. <laughs> I don't lie. No. And no. when it's like, you know, uh, Harry Potter or, or Andrew's Games, like I reread the things. Like I'm I'm in it. I'm up to date. I'm up to date. Uh, I think the place where it, it gets less, where there's less preparation is when it's the more general concept episodes, if you know what I'm saying. Like uh, when we did the time travel episode or the episode on cannons? No, yeah, like the episode on cannons is a, is a good example. But even that, like, I, I didn't necessarily watch a bunch of stuff, but I read a bunch about cannons. So, like, I, I was I was prepared. But those are the ones, like, cannons or, like, trilogies. Remember when we did trilogies back in the day? Well, like our cartoons episode where I, I think you and I both didn't do much in the way of preparation at yeah, all. Yeah, we brought guests in for that one. Yeah. Which is something that breaks our structure a lot is when we bring in guests, which we don't do often enough to, to talk about. But no. we do bring in sometimes. Um, but the other episode I was saying was villains. When we did the episode oh, on right. villains, like I didn't wa- go and rewatch all of these different villains. I just thought of the villains I liked and kind of wrote them down and had like you know thoughts and ideas about them. Um, so there's some episodes where like yeah, the there just isn't as much to prepare. Yeah, and in in some ways that that makes sense when we're when we're following a single actor or we're following a singer auteur or a even you know a set of. Uh, books or movies it's it's really straightforward what preparing is like but with with an our our villains podcast it was more conceptual and watching particular movies isn't necessarily going to enhance our our podcast in the same way that watching you know all of julia roberts movies is so yeah and i think uh i think when it comes to one of the more conceptual ones i do more reading than i do uh right so and reading doesn't take nearly as long because yeah. uh, I can spend an hour reading about canons and be pretty, pretty ready to talk about it, as opposed to spending uh, like having to spend like eight hours watching Julia Roberts movies, yeah. and still not really yeah. being prepared. <laughs> so I think I think yeah I think I prepare more than you think I do. That that's reassuring, and and that just goes back to I think my my sentiments when we started the podcast where 
with those first three episodes, we took on some pretty huge topics. Yeah, man. We thought that would be like the best place to start. And it was like, why did we do this? <laughs> well, because it was the gimmick, right? Like, <laughs> we're like, oh, let's do our first episode on origin stories. What a hilarious gimmick. Yeah. And then our second episode on sequels. Um, which goes back even to our unreleased pilot episode on pilot episodes. Exactly, the gimmick, so, the gimmick of, of, of talking about the one, two, three, yeah, episode yeah. one, episode two, episode three, and actually, if we go even before our pilot episode to the origin of this podcast, indeed, which was the, the fight, the the argument we had, uh, argument. Yeah, I guess it's an argument. It wasn't. Uh, Miss, Missy would call it an argument. It was. It sure. was a. It was a debate. I guess it was a discussion. About uh, 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 biographies, yeah, particularly about biopics. Biopics, the- yeah, particularly biopics, movies that show the life of somebody, <laughs> and how uh, I and and we came down on two very different point, two different sides of one point, but everything else we more or less agreed on, I think. Um, but it led to a very uh, long, like three hour discussion in a car over whether or not a biopic had to show up to the death of the person or the implied death of the person, or if it could have just shown a snippet of that, like like just a, a part of their life and been considered. Like, yeah, if you need the death or not. And I was always, I was on the side that you need the death and you were on the side that you don't need the death. Yep, yep. And it was from that uh, that fateful car ride to Edmonton or Calgary mm-hmm. that we... That we uh, got here. And we so. decided we should start a podcast where we talk about things like this that we totally disagree on. Uh, which kind of backfired because it turns out we don't disagree too much on many things. But I think we I think we have enough disagreements that it keeps the podcast uh, interesting. But a lot of times we come down and totally, like, yeah, we completely agree <laughs> that this is good or this is bad. And it's maybe not as interesting to people that want us to, to confront each other more. But if we had done the more disagreement podcast, I think it would have been more aimed towards like the sheer entertainment value of it, which as a podcast may be a more valuable way to approach it. But for me, when when I when I look at what we're doing, I see us as doing an exploration of form and genre. And that isn't necessarily as, you know, laugh out loud funny or uh, entertaining as, you know, you and I in, on a, in a car ride for three hours. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, uh, like we're the, we're the style guide podcast, style guide. So I think of us as the guides taking people through different styles and genres. Yeah, which doesn't mean we need to disagree. In fact, what it means is we have to eventually find agreement <laughs> on what it is we're talking about before we can even talk about it. So that's where it's like that first part of the episode about finding the. What is the, the structure at which we're going to talk about this, I think, is a pretty important part. Yeah, and which is something that... Which is... A, yeah, sorry. No, go, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, it comes out of how this originally started as more of an improv podcast, where we were, we were taking a more explicit focus on these different forms for the purpose of improvisation. And, and so we talked about it more... In that sense, right? Yeah, and, and I think that idea kind of fizzled pretty quick because we did it at the end of like what the first three or four episodes, maybe not even. Uh, I know we did it through Anderson at the very least because we talked about uh, how difficult it would be to put on an improvised West Anderson. And we did it in sports movies. 
we didn't do it in Ender's Game, and I think that's where we... Where we kind of finally broke from it, yeah. And then we do now... So now what we do is we do, uh, I guess what I call... Uh, I, I, refer, I think of them in my head as Paper Street crossovers. Yeah. Where we talk about something that Paper Street specifically is doing, because uh, this kind of is a Paper Street podcast. Because um, yeah. we're, we're Paper Street members uh, doing it. But, but where we have the crossovers where whatever... You know, we're doing in our season, we end up doing a podcast about that uh, as a way to explore it and think out loud about it and cross promote, you know, tell our Paper Street season subscribers to listen to the podcast and then podcast listeners to go see the show and it kind of the crossover episodes, uh, which I actually enjoy a lot. I thoroughly enjoy them because mm-hmm. it's nice to like research a bunch of uh, Margaret Atwood uh, in, in and work with a cast on it, but then also have the opportunity to talk to you about it and have you uh, uh Agree and or disagree with the things that we're doing is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So so we have the paper street crossover thing. So we kind of removed the talking about it after every episode and replaced it with talking about it like three times a season, which I think is great. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems to work and it gives us uh, it, it gives us a particular structure for how we're going to record, you know, the next few episodes or the next 10 episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, what else about you and I do you want to do? What else? Well, Before, uh, before I mean, we just start talking about things that we do in the podcast. <laughs> I mean, what, one of the things, and, and you, you brought it up a little bit, is the, the different ways that you and I approach not just the podcast, but the different approach looking at media. I mean, you and I haven't been shy about the fact that we've both been influenced by, say, uh, Joseph Campbell's... Um, Hero's uh, Journey. Mono Myth. Yeah, yeah hero, the Hero's Journey. Or Save the Cat, uh, the the storytelling structure. But even even then, there's a... For me, I'm much more academic in my approach, which is unsurprising as I'm, I play an academic in real life. And, and it ends up, you know, coloring a lot of what I say and how I say it, even though at times, like... When when you and I are sitting down to talk about Halloween, I'll still talk about how it's a terrifying series, but I'll also, you know, go on a 10-minute long paper about how it, you know, the different Halloween movies inform our different narratives about the world at the time in which they were filmed. Yeah, and I uh, definitely approach it from the, the storytelling angle, and I care more about the, the stories and the art and craft of the storytelling. But that has never stopped me, and this is something where I thought it would, and it kind of did when I first was really learning about storytelling, uh, would affect my enjoyment of the film, right? Because, like, you can watch it and say, like, oh, wow, this is a perfect, you know, all is lost moment. Wow, how great. Oh, here comes the redemption with the father. Great, perfect. He goes to his dad's house. Wonderful. This is all great. And that, that like, looking at it through that academic kind of, I guess, more academic lens of storytelling, I thought it would affect it more and make me not enjoy films as much in the end it still does and so i still like i'll be thinking to myself how great of a all is lost moment this is while crying <laughs> at how everything is lost for this poor character <laughs> you know um, so it didn't actually destroy my like uh, ability to just empathize and enjoy emotionally the film even though i could name and label all the different plot elements that happen as i watch it i still feel it so that's a that's a nice like that that that, that is sort of a way i approach it and I think that it's it's 
it's an effective lens for for us to go play against each other because we we will at times you know watch the same thing closely and and point to different things and it allows it allows us to to have a different but fuller experience of you know say well no we didn't do pacific rim together but you know yeah the good dinosaur or whatever yeah where we can watch it and even though it's 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 i still cried in the good dinosaur i knew it was a bad movie <laughs> well, pixar I, I remember the moment when we were doing Christmas action movies, and uh, you pointed out that they are Republican fantasies, and I was like, "Like only as only an academic Stephen could notice that and make that about what he wants to talk about these things for." Where to me, it was all about the feeling of action and the the hero overcoming things and winning against all odds and Christmas heightening those emotional things, and it's all like emotional and narrative. Uh, and then you were like, and here is an academic thesis about it. <laughs> that may or may not be true, but we can argue it now. Whether it was intentional, it is still true. Like those kind of things. That is, uh, that makes doing this podcast incredibly surprising to me. Yeah, when we when we stumble into kind of those those weird lenses that that neither of us is is able to predict from the other. I I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, you know? and you know, it's an interesting thing is that it's it's. Uh, it is making it, uh, some some of the episodes we do. Uh, so here's another part of the structure, actually, that we haven't even talked about. And spoiler alert, that every ninth episode we do an actor profile. <laughs> and I don't know if listeners have noticed that it happens to be every single ninth, every ninth episode we do an episode where we focus specifically on an actor. But we have been doing that. And uh, every ninth episode we watch a bunch of movies by one actor. We talk about that actor. And at the end of every one of those episodes, I'm pretty sure we should maybe listen to Double Check, but I I always come down on the side of loving that actor now. Yeah, you you vehemently love every single actor that we look at, which I mean, I don't I don't know if there's anything that surprising about that. Why would we watch a bunch of movies by an actor and then and then do an episode on it if we weren't gonna enjoy it? Well, you know, it's that yeah, it's that whole thing of like you can't like um as soon as you know something, someone completely, you can't not love them. You know, like that mm-hmm. whole thing. Like if you know someone so well, it doesn't matter who they are, but if once you learn about their history and why they do what they do and where they came from and stuff, you're going to fall in love with them because you now know them completely. Uh, not to say we know these actors completely, but spending, you know, hours of my life watching just Jodie Foster in movies that she's in, but mostly focusing just on Jodie Foster herself it's hard to come out of that and not think about how amazing Jodie Foster is because I've spent so much time reading about her life on Wikipedia and like watching her in films. And it's like, I think I love Jodie Foster. Now. I, have a, I have a crush on Jodie Foster. And but so by the end of every actor profile, I love the actor, which is something that does not happen to you. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, part of that might be for me in in my academic life. I spend all of my time largely with, you know, a couple of different thinkers and a couple of different texts. And I have to remind, like, frequently remind myself that I don't necessarily like everything that they have to say. I just know it really well. Mm. And and I am so committed and invested in their work that occasionally, you know, I will find myself justifying things that they say or do that I generally would disagree with. But because, you know, uh, I have dedicated my entire life to these thinkers. I I have to like them. I have to, you know, they're you you get committed in that sort of way. Yeah, they can't be wrong. I've yeah, based they can't I've, be wrong I've based my work on them. 
Yeah, I've watched everything that Rick Moranis has done. He has to be a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, why did I waste so much time watching it if he's not the best? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, that is a great way to describe it. Yeah. But I like that you, you spoiled our big, you know, every ninth episode is an actor profile because... That's that was one of the things we kept in our our back pocket. Yeah, we kept it a secret because it made it made it look like they just happened every once in a while randomly. And if you looked at the show numbers, it's hard to notice the pattern. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think some people knew already. Some people knew. That's true. Yeah, That's everyone true. we've had as a guest on the podcast, I think knows, which is the- Theodore Scott and uh, Missy. Fun fact about those guests: yep. they've each been on the podcast the same number of times. No, really. They have, just by weird coincidence, because Missy and Scott did cartoons together. Theo and you did Star Trek. No, no, Theo and you did Stranded movies. Yeah. Scott and you did Bad movies. You and Missy did Director's Commentary. And Theo did Star Trek. And Theo, you and I did Star Trek. Wow. Yeah, that actually just worked out. And each of them was on a podcast with you and I and just me. Yeah. You got to start doing some guests just by yourself, man. <laughs> okay, we'll make that happen. We'll figure out a way. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, and then and then we'd all have three have to do one with that person so that they are on the same number of time. So. <laughs> okay, now we're getting two into numerology. Yeah, hey, numbers are important, man. Yeah, so uh, the the actor profiles and the guests uh, episodes are kind of fun. Uh, I enjoy those to shake things up a little bit, and I really enjoy the actor profiles as a way to shake things up. Yeah, yeah, they. I would never have have thought. I mean, when when we started this podcast, I, I I don't know if that was ever an intention of ours, but I I never would have thought that it would be interesting to really delve into Nicolas Cage's career. Mm-hmm. There's a sense in which I had a general feeling for it, but I I felt like I knew it better after the after the episode, and yeah. I don't know, it gives me a different kind of appreciation of him as an actor now. Yeah, and that definitely was the the catalyst of it, was the fact that it was Nicolas Cage, and it would be kind of funny to go through Nicolas Cage's film history and focus on this weird actor that makes the worst choices and is somehow still famous, and like it was just such an interesting person to look at, uh, that then when we did it again, it was like, well, who else could fi- fill the shoes of, of Nicolas Cage? <laughs> um, who's weird enough and interesting enough and different enough. And Rick Moranis was the second one because that fit really well into that mold of obscurity but famosity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Rick Moranis is definitely not as famous as Nicolas Cage. Yes, but he, and, and he is more likable. <laughs> one might say infinitely more likable. Yeah. But but yeah, there we've we've tried to find different kinds of actors that that point to different kinds of things so that we're not just repeating, oh, look at this weird, strange actor again. Yeah. And it was also not just strange actors, but actors that would be interesting for their life, uh, to look at their life and career. Like when we did Julia Roberts, she's not obscure at all. She's like the most famous actress in Hollywood. Uh, But it was funny that we talked about her. Yeah. (laughs) That was what made that episode interesting, is that you and I chose to talk about Julia Roberts. Uh, and and left me loving Julie Roberts, and you know, of course, of course it did. Of course, of course it did. How could I not love Julie Roberts? <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah, and has been like the meter stick that I hold up to every actor we talk about now. 
Anytime we, yeah, she, we talk about Whoopi Goldberg and it's like, let's compare Whoopi Goldberg to Julia Roberts for a second. Talk about Jodie Foster. Let's compare her to Julia Roberts. <laughs> Jodie Foster is 0.75 Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah, it's like everyone I can compare to Julia Roberts. She's a wonderful uh, meter stick. I love it. <laughs> well, that's how I feel about our next actor profile. So. Oh, can't wait. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> no, spo- uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. So there's other little things that are different between you and I. Okay. For one, you prefer Fraser, while I prefer Cheers. I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that you are so wrong on that one because you're so right on so many other things, but <laughs> but you you actually prefer Cheers to Fraser. Well, and it's, it is funny. I mean, normally I enjoy you know I I I, uh, I got nothing against spinoffs. I like them, but uh, but Cheers was just a much superior show than Fraser. Uh, and I think that is where nostalgia might get the best of me. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it does. Sometimes it does. But uh, yeah, I, I like the I like the grittiness of Cheers. <laughs> now it's all like in a dirty basement in a dirty bar. Fraser seems too polished and too much like a perfect sitcom. Well, you know Kelsey Grammer. He he is you know the every every thinking man. <laughs> yes, he is. That's why you <laughs> like him so much. See, I think it's more that you like him because he's like you. Yeah, and I have I have never had a drink in my life, so I can't uh, really associate with the alcoholics on Cheers. Exactly, I think uh, I think um, yeah, I think that's mostly mostly what it is. <laughs> so there's those little differences between us. Um, one of the other things is that you write way better show notes than I do, uh, which is why uh, I stopped writing show notes. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back and look at the first few episodes, I'm pretty sure I wrote those show notes. Yeah, for we well, we didn't know what we were doing with the podcast really, but but especially the with the stuff around it, like show notes and episode titles and that sort of stuff was was something that we were really stumbling around with for a while. I mean, and I mean, uh, episode titles we hit right away actually. If you go back and look, we? all of the episode titles are things that we say in episodes. That's true. And then, and then at the, and then in the description it says uh, on whatever it's on. Right. So let's not count the Star Wars prequels on trilogies in the description. Yeah. But the title doesn't have the on in it, and you wanted it in there, but I never put it in there. Yeah, and I think you were right on that. I'm trying to think I was wrong on that because <laughs> I'm trying to browse through these episodes. Like, where's the one on Star Wars? I'm like, ah, oh, what was it called? It's impossible to know. <laughs> This is why we have to open the Trello. And we never did an episode on Star Wars. We never did an episode on Star Wars specifically, did we? Yeah. We well, we've done one on the Rogue or sorry, the the Force Awakens trailer, the Force Awakens the episode, the Rogue One trailer. Yeah, that was something I I uh, I had to point out is that we do tend to talk a lot about Star Wars. Even though we haven't done like a Star Wars specific episode, <laughs> except for the, we did the Force Awakens, of course, but we didn't do like a whole thing on just the Star Warses. Uh, but we have talked a lot about them, so much so that I don't think we need to do an episode. Well, I mean, we've really only done three episodes, but they come up in every other episode. We do. <laughs> like they come up in trilogies and villain store. Uh, they come up in uh, when we talk about Star Trek. I think it comes up like it comes up a, a lot. And let's not kid ourselves, we're going to do one on Rogue One when it comes oh, out. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course we are. And we're going to do one on the next Star Wars Skywalker movie. So, Like, it's it's official. We will be doing uh, Star Wars for the rest of our lives. We'll be talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, 
it is a lot that we do. But part of that is that this is a nerdy podcast when you get down to it. Yeah, that was a, another point I wanted to make, too, is that we're obviously not just nerds into, like, storytelling and genre, but sci-fi specifically we tend to like. Yeah. We're nerds. And, and there, there's nothing particularly wrong with that. I mean, it... It's it would be hard for you as a as an audience member to necessarily know that with any one particular episode, but as you as you listen to you know more and more, then you can kind of get the feel for that. But we also I think do enough episodes that are different. Like you know we did one on sports movies, mm-hmm. we did one on the Decemberists, we did one on the Good Dinosaur or Julia Roberts or so like we or perfume. Yeah, we do. We do jump around quite a bit into different things. And I think that's an important thing we do. And in our planning stages of the podcast, like you mentioned the word Trello, which nobody knows what that is, but it's an online like a like shared task type thing, Uh, a shared. You have these boards that you can move things around. And I I suggest everyone look it up. It's actually kind of useful. For lots of things. And yeah. in podcasts, it's great because we move things from ideas into scheduled board and then from scheduled to recorded and then to edited and then to live. So we have like we can keep track of everything, yeah, which is really, uh, really useful for us. Um, and so in the planning stages, it's really nice to be able to look and see like what have we done recently? What do we have in our mm-hmm. ideas? What should we schedule like to make sure that everything stays so that it's not four episodes in a row about different screwball comedies? Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes we do episodes uh, that are just for us, and I don't think we should pretend we don't. Like we did an episode on um, on Ender's Game that was uh, a huge uh, just for us episode. Uh, we did an episode on Firefly, which was yeah. I'm pretty sure just for us, but I'm sure some people still like it. But mostly just for and same with like the Decemberists, the band that was clearly just for us. <laughs> Yeah, but see, I think I think that's my favorite episode. The December's episode? I think that's my favorite of our episodes. And I know I'm probably rushing to something we were talking we'd we'd get to later, but I love that episode because it's it's so weird and offbeat from what we do, but it's a perfect example of what we do at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we really delved into what makes the December's the December's mm-hmm. and and I think it was a. I think it was a lot of fun. I, I think it was too. Yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. Um, but it was really just for us. But I think that's also yeah. something I like is that the just for us podcasts are the ones that I have uh, my my uh, wife Missy Peters, who's been a guest on this podcast. Those are the episodes she always talks to me about the most after. Yeah. Yeah, because she also likes those things, and so it ends up leading to her, uh, which is, I think, a, a side effect of the podcast. Uh, her coming up to me after and telling me all the her thoughts about whatever we talked about, because <laughs> yeah. she just listened to us talk and she wasn't allowed to say anything because she was just listening to it, <laughs> and so she has all these things she wants to interject into our conversation, and then afterwards she comes and she talks to me about every episode, which I think is a good sign that it is uh, that. If people want to interject into our conversation, then we I think we're doing something right. Yeah, and, and that's the biggest, I guess, complaint that I get about the podcast is people who want to interject and and have to do it afterwards. And I yeah. or the people who text me while they're listening. Like this is, <laughs> I totally disagree with this. Yeah. And it's great. I get a few of those. I get a few of those. And then I get some students who come up after and say, like, I really thought you missed this. Um, and tell me what we missed. Uh, we've had, we remember the board game episode we did. Uh, I had a post from someone from like, uh, uh, from Turkey or somewhere. 
That's great. Post. Oh, no, from Romania. Sorry, he was Romanian. And he posted who was like, hey, you really didn't – you forgot to talk about this game. It's really great uh, on Facebook. On Facebook. And I was like, I was like, this is amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so those are the that, – that, that's a good sign that, that people want to interject and tell us things. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, really, what is a podcast? What is this podcast? But what are all podcasts? You're just listening to people have a conversation. Yeah, and if it's a good conversation, you have things you want to add to it, and thoughts that come to you when you're listening, which means that we're doing the right thing. I agree, muchos. Yeah, so there's a bunch of little things that I just want to sh- shoot out here because we're, we're yeah, probably like getting like we're getting close to the end here. But things that we do that I think are hilarious, like okay. you hate child actors. Oh man, I hate child actors. I think that is just a meme and the style guy that just keeps resurfacing. <laughs> And every time it like comes out and you're like, oh, yeah, Steve does hate child actors. I knew that already for some reason. Uh, I think that's just one of the hilarious little, little Steve-O memes uh, that you hate child actors. Similar to perhaps the way that you love Anne Hathaway. Uh, yeah, I, that was actually my next note. <laughs> but what's funny to me about that is that you hate child actors and I pretend to love Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I think that's the funniest part of that bit is that I don't actually love Anne Hathaway. I mean, it's this like I, I just it was a se- sentence I overheard somewhere in like a bathroom in a movie theater or something, uh, or well, something that someone overheard and then told me they overheard. I don't even remember where it came from. That everything she touches is gold. Everything Anne Hathaway yeah. touches is gold. And someone said that, and I thought it was so funny that that was a statement that it has become part of this podcast. Uh, that everything Anne Hathaway touches is gold. I say it now. It's so I've said it so many times. I feel like it's mine. Well, and it's why we can't do uh, a, an actor profile of her because you just can't be unbiased. <laughs> I can't be unbiased, and that's the thing is I really uh, I don't know. I don't really care much for Anne Hathaway, but she is a, a good performer. I will give her that. I do find her to be incredibly talented act, actor. In Les Misérables, she blew me away, <laughs> and she was great in Armageddon. <laughs> she wasn't in Armageddon. Oh, I'm thinking of Liv Tyler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to another uh, little meme where Sivo cannot tell people apart. Okay, this, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, you can't tell people apart. I mean, I mix up people too, but you do it frequently. Well, it's hard. Like, a lot of people look the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other. I like that that's my justification. <laughs> they look the same. <laughs> they have blonde hair. I, that's how I see them. I mean, there's other little, like, little things, you know, like, I I don't like the Batman movies. Uh, the new Batman movies. You don't like the Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Batman Christopher Nolan movies. Batman movies. I I, I don't like which, them. Which you might even go as far to say you don't like Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, it turns out I don't. Yeah, which was a surprise to me when I first realized that about myself. Yeah. Because the only Christopher Nolan movie I like is The Prestige. Mm-hmm. And the other ones, like some of them, I could watch again and be like, okay, this is fun. Like Inception, I can watch it and be like, this is fun. It's an action movie in dreams. Yeah. Uh, but the Batman movies, yeah, I just I couldn't rewatch them when I tried. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he he's one that we will never do a director profile of. Then. Good. Thank you. Uh, for our every fifty second episode is a director profile. Is that what we're doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. I think uh, another thing, a little thing, is is uh, I'm gonna say our obsession with Pixar, but it should be mostly your obsession with Pixar. What? Are, you don't love Pixar? I mean, I like Pixar. I love Pixar movies, but it comes up a lot on this podcast and ends up being like a big point of comparison for things and reference is one of our big reference materials are the Pixar films and you really think Pixar is amazing 
And I, I like, I mean, I guess I do too. I do too. But I feel like you're the one that's always pushing it. <laughs> well, okay. I mean. If one of us brings up Pixar, it's probably you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and this goes all the way back to our trilogies episode where my favorite trilogy. Toy Story. Uh, is Toy Story. Um, but for me, and I, this shouldn't be any different for you, but it is, I guess, whatever. Uh, I grew up on Pixar films. That's where, that's where I cut my teeth. Yeah. And, and so it in some ways serves the, the Disney role that, uh, Disney's filled for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like to me, the, the Disney was the one that was to me like Lion King, Aladdin, uh, Little Mermaid, Snow White, Cinderella, all those are like. Those are like my childhood cartoon movies, but yours are Pixar. Yeah. And that might be a little bit of our age gap, which isn't that big, but big enough that when Toy Story came out, I was a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I would have been 10. Yeah. 97, 96. I was like, you know, smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol. Man. I wasn't supposed That's... to be doing those things, but I was. <laughs> no, but you were. But you were. You were. You were, you were a regular teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was a teenager. I was a teenager experimenting. Um, yeah. And you were an infant loving movies. <laughs> I called infants infant. like two. You were like one year old watching. I enjoy colors on screen. Yeah. Liking to watch the things move. Because um, to me, like, and this is something I think where why Pixar comes up so much. Not just because you love them. But because it is an, a large body of work that has become more or less, I guess, a, a reference material, I think is the best way to put it. Where it's like one of the reference materials for this podcast. Like, if I were to say, like, what are the reference materials that everyone should know before they listen to this podcast? It's like things like Pixar, Disney, you should know. You should know Star Wars. You should know Star Trek. Uh, you should know... Probably Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. You should know Back to the Future. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there's more if I thought about it longer than 10 seconds. Um, but there's, like, a certain body of work that we draw on frequently. Mm-hmm. And we constantly reference those materials. Uh, and so if you don't know those, this podcast would be really awkward and uncomfortable to you. Yeah. As in like in 40 or maybe in like 100 years from now, if people are listening to this podcast, they're going to be like, I'm like, what are these What are these old movies they're talking about? I've never seen any of them. Uh, and then none of it makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was one of the things, your obsession with Pixar. <laughs> uh, well, you know, yeah. Um, anything else that I miss? Uh, anything else you want to mention of our little things that we do? Um, I don't think. I mean, I guess your tendency, and I guess I've kind of picked this up too, but your tendency to break things into eras. Mm, I, I think that's a your tendency, isn't it? Or is that my? Did I do that first? <laughs> well, I don't know. It goes all the way back to the Decemberists when you talked about kind of the four different eras of the Decemberists, and I know that wasn't my thought. I think that was your thought. Different eras of the Decemberists? Okay, maybe that was my thought. I mean, I, I think that came from, because like, you did always have a better knowledge of the Decemberists than I did. Yeah, it's true. And oh. there were four very distinct sounds of the Decemberists. You're the one who broke it into uh, before Colin Malloy was a dad, right? Oh, right, And right. after he was a yeah. dad. So, like, I guess. Okay, I guess, so we both do No, it. but I guess I think, I think what, what you're saying is, like, I, uh, I, I think we both like breaking things down. Right, which is kind of funny mm-hmm. that this podcast is about breaking things down and making rules and barriers on things that clearly have no rules or barriers. Yeah. And art. It's art. But we're still trying to like label and name things and categorize things. 
uh, and to uh, sometimes a fault, but oftentimes it's it, to to our enjoyment. And it gives us more of a vocabulary and tools to talk about these things. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, I think you're right. I break things into like sections a lot. Like this, this, mm-hmm. this, this, and this. Like these different types based on some elements that I can find that are in common. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Whereas you often do look at like the the one crux difference. And you almost... Yeah, like a hinge. Yeah, a hinge. Yeah. You break things into A and B. And I like to break things into like A, B, C, D, E. Like a bunch of different options. The seven faces of Whoopi. Yeah, the seven Whoopi Goldbergs, which might be my favorite episode. <laughs> of, of course it is. Yeah, the it seven Whoopies. <laughs> I just liked saying the seven Whoopies. <laughs> um, pretty ridiculous. But yeah, like if we were doing Whoopi Goldberg and you were, were leading that one, it would not have been the seven Whoopies. It would have been like no. Whoopi before Sister Act, Whoopi after Sister Act. And that would have been, though, that would have been how you looked at it. Uh, or Whoopi before she became famous and Whoopi after she became famous. So I think that is an interesting little the, the distinction between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think you're right. That's yeah. kind, of, kind of neat. And I don't think I would have quite put it that way before this podcast. I'm really glad we did this meta episode. <laughs> Me too, Dave. Me too. <laughs> so I think we're getting close to time to wrap up here. But are we, are we missing so. any other yeah. little things that we do? Because I, I really enjoy these little things that we do. They're, they're like listening to the podcast, it's so funny every time a child actor com- comes up and it's like, oh, yeah, Steve hates child actors. Um, like one other thing we do a lot is, uh, lately especially, but is learning about our youth. <laughs> yeah. That as this podcast has gone on, people who are listening to this podcast who did not know us beforehand now know more about our young lives than they need to. But I think that might be inherent in the, the kind of, the fact that we're looking at movies and cinema and uh, literature and uh, and art that when it came out actually is affecting us. Yeah. Based on when we were born. So like, yeah, your your relationship with Pixar is different than mine because you're younger than I am and therefore experience it in a different way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, J.K. Rowling's work affects us, affected us at a particular time in our lives. And so it, it informed, you know, what it was like to be you know, whatever, however old we were. And so we're going to have stories around that. And that, that I think makes sense in, in a way that's different than say uh, something like Poe or we haven't done a Lovecraft episode, have we? No, we haven't. haven't. No, but, but like those are authors who we didn't come to at the same time as everyone else. And so our story of how we came to them isn't as uh, as much of a shared narrative in, and so it's not necessarily as interesting. Yeah, right? Poe's been around for so long that mm-hmm. we came to it in our adult lives, both of us. Yeah, like, both of us did. Like when, like, or do we remember the first time that we heard the Raven? Right, like when we don't, because it wasn't as significant. Whereas the experience of reading Harry Potter, it fits into you know a period where everyone was reading Harry Potter. Yeah, and so, and so it shows that you read it probably when you were much younger than I read it. Because it didn't come out until I was older. And so, like, yeah, that, that, because you're right. Because, like, if, if we were to talk about Shakespeare, we both <laughs> came to Shakespeare when we were 15 years old, maybe 14. Yeah. I don't know. Like, whenever you read it in high school. But it was the exact, we were both the exact same age when we first read Shakespeare uh, because mm-hmm. it's part of the curriculum and it's so old. Unlike other things where we were, we could have experienced them in real time at different ages, which is really a fun, a fun thing. Hmm. Yeah, learning about our youth. I'm glad. I'm glad everyone who's listening gets to learn about who we are. Uh, and 
I can't wait for people to read the show notes to this because uh, that is one of my favorite things to do after an episode. Hey, like when yeah, when when like first when a new episode comes out, the first thing I do is I read the show notes because I want to see what you wrote about what we talked about, and I just love the little bits in there that is clearly just for me. I sometimes think because <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is reading the show notes before the episode takes place. Because why would you? They would spoil. Yeah. They would spoil a lot of it, so you wouldn't read. You just listen to it. And I doubt very many people afterwards go through and look at the show notes. Yeah, I I mean, I know there are people who, who love the show notes, and, and, and some people have even said they're the best part of the podcast, which I don't know how I feel oh, about that. Good. That's good. People have said that? Good. Okay, because I think that's true, too. <laughs> well, I, I think they're, they're a lot of fun, but I, I think that the show notes uh, aren't... I don't know. It's it's an hour of you and I talking that gets distilled into, you know, 20 bullet points. Yeah, and I think what's happened is, like, when I did the show notes, it was like I would try and, like, this is what we did, this is what we started with, this is what we talked about, this is what we talked about. Like, these, like if we look at the trilogies one, show notes, intro clip, RoboCop 3. Uh, and then <laughs> first bullet point, starting with the obvious, what counts as a trilogy? Bullet point two, what's the worst trilogy? Bullet point three, What's the best trilogy? Potentially unexpected spoilers. Pitch perfect. Those were the original <laughs> show notes. Those are from the trilogy. Uh, but then as it goes on and we get into like, uh, if we uh, reference, uh, go to Renting Out Rick Moranis, which is episode 18. <laughs> Intro clip, Nine More Gallons by Rick Moranis. First bullet point. Dave slips in a reference to himself as a great Canadian. <laughs> bullet point two. Dave and Steve, Steve support making fun of CanCon regulations. Bullet point three. Today's podcast is sponsored by the word trajectory. <laughs> and you're mostly just making fun of yourself. As you, I assume while you're editing the podcast, you are listening and you are making jokes about yourself and what we hear and what we say. That is 100% what's happening. The show notes happen live while editing. And usually I cut maybe, you know, a third of them as I go. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is my favorite thing is to go through and read the show notes first and then listen to the podcast and hear the moment that you just made fun of in the show notes. <laughs> it's great. It is so, they're so fun. They're so much fun. Um, so people who are listening who haven't read our show notes, please read the show notes because they're always fun. And also other thing we just dropped there is Steve-O edits the podcast, by the way. Obviously. I do. Of, of, of the two of us, whoever does the most work is clearly Steve-O. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not so bad. You spend about twice as much time editing as you do recording. That's kind of my... Yeah. Uh, metric and you spend about as much time you spend about uh, okay that that depends on the episode i was gonna say you spent as much time recording uh you spend as much time prepping as you do recording but then i was like well mm, not when you have to watch a bunch of movies <laughs> then you spend yeah, like no. about 12 times more prepping than recording yeah yeah sometimes it's a lot yeah cool man uh, well, oh, yeah go go yeah, no, just one of the things that I want to say and and I hope we do it more and I think we will in the future but I like kind of our follow-up episodes. So we did an episode on Pixar, and then we did an episode on The Good Dinosaur when it came out. Um, we did an episode on Harry Potter, and then we did an episode on Harry Potter and the Cursed Child when it came out. And and so in some ways, it's that kind of, we take the, the conversation that we've had, and we put it into a particular context around some new or interesting um, piece of media. And, and I... I mean, like, in some ways, we're not going to be able to do that. For example, like Edgar Allan Poe, we're never going to do a follow-up on no. Poe. He's not writing anymore. Yeah. But it, when, when the opportunity presents itself, it, it, 
ends up being kind of this fun little different sort of episode. Um, and I like those ones. Yeah, and I think that uh, also, I mean, Star Wars is one of the things too. Like we, we do an episode on yeah. like the Rogue One trailer. Or like we did an episode on um, The Force Awakens trailer and then we did an episode on The Force Awakens. And so it's kind of like this, you hear our thoughts before and then you hear our thoughts after, which is nice to see. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's also like turned into a thing where uh, the next Pixar movie that comes out, we may do an episode on it. Yeah. 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 They pushed, uh, I think they pushed Toy Story 4 back. So. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, so any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts? Well, uh, I I really enjoy doing this style guide with you. I think it's a, a fun thing, and I'm glad that I'm slowly winning you over into calling it the style guide, not the style guide podcast. That's probably the biggest beef that I've had with you since day that one. That was right the from show. the beginning, but that was only because the style guide was uh, used already. I know, but you you still will say welcome back to the Style Guide podcast. I will say that, yeah. And and it's not. It's the Style Guide. Yeah, but it's called the Style Guide podcast in technically in places people look, although not in my podcast player. Okay, I'll call it the Style Guide for now, I promise. <laughs> well, thank you. And and I got it changed on iTunes. I, yeah, so. I see that now. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so I won that battle. And and one other thing, I am still to this day pissed that you talked about The Martian without me. Well, we can do a whole episode on just The Martian if you want. No, it's okay. It's, it's really I mean, that, it's a really good movie. We could do a we could do a read and watch. You could read the book. Oh yeah. And then we could do an episode. Nice. On Speaking it. of yeah. read and watches, yeah, that 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 works. That works pretty well. Cuz I have watched The Martian every night for like the last month. Really? I watch it when I fall asleep. Wow, you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you a hard time about that because I've totally done that uh, recently too. Where like I'm just sitting there, I'm like, what do I want to put on? I'll put on The Martian. But usually it's like I just want to put on The Martian up until the thing explodes. Oh, it's funny. Oh, the potatoes explode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, it's funny because I'm usually asleep by then. Because if I'm not in my deep sleep by then, that moment wakes me up. Yep, and that's I'm like, oh no, potatoes. Well, that's the moment where like the whole movie gets really hard to watch. <laughs> but up until that moment, it's kind of fun. Him stranded, having fun on Mars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about the Martian now. We're gonna do a whole podcast about no. it. Everybody, tune in for episode fifty point <laughs> five, The Martian. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, my final thoughts are, uh, I do really enjoy doing this podcast. I think it's super fun and I think, uh, I do it, um, I do it for lots of reasons. Um, most of the reasons are, uh, I enjoy talking to you. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy talking about this kind of stuff that we talk about on this podcast in the detail that we talk about it. And I like it as a mental exercise to think about things in different ways and sort of like how, look at how to approach things. Uh, and I also just like uh, sharing that with people as like a, um, uh, a means for them to think about it too. And when they watch other movies, they'll think about what, how they might approach it, find a, their, their own way for approaching media that, that helps them learn from it or, or become better people or, or whatever uh, based on what we're watching and talking about. Look at you with your noble, your noble reasons for enjoying the podcast. I'd like to point out that the third one, the only noble one, was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> and that the first reason was I just like talking to you, Steve. It's fun hanging out with you too, Dave. And 
And because I'm so gracious and kind, I'm going to let you have the last word this episode. No, 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 no. After you, sir. I like, I'd like you to have the final word this time. No, it's it's okay, Dave. You go. You can you do, do it. it. You, you do it. You. you. I hate you. <laughs>